Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. So it's being dubbed as the biggest summer of test cricket in Perth in a decade. And joining us on the show to talk about it is Wacker CEO, Christina Matthews. So, Christina, welcome. Thanks, Mark, and uh, thanks for having me on. So, are we happy? Are these good fixtures for us? Yeah, very happy. Um, you know, I was looking for a little while that we might get the last test against the West Indies, which wouldn't have been good um, for anybody um, in WA or uh, Australian cricket. So we fought hard and we've ended up with the the best test, we think, for Western Australia, which is the one just before Christmas um, against Pakistan, who haven't been here for um, nearly 20 years. So um, good result and keeps our first uh, scorches January month free of any international cricket because um, we know how much the um, uh, WA people love the Perth Scorchers. Better time of year to play it in Perth too, I reckon, Christina. I mean, you can always cop a heat wave at some stage in Perth, but probably a little less likely to get it then than if uh, it's later in the summer. Well, yeah, you could say that, but ever since I've been in Perth, um, Mark, it appears day one of the test equals 40 to 45 degrees. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't uh, seem to matter when we have it. 40 degrees comes up on the weather forecast. But um, it is a good time of year. People are heading into holidays, school holidays start. Um, uh, corporates are starting to look at, um, you know, opportunities for Christmas parties. So, yeah, I think it all goes well for us. And uh, we really want to get, um, you know, people like Justin Langer involved, getting people back to um, test cricket again. The... Women's test, combat women's test, Australia versus South Africa, 15th to the 18th of February in 2024. Tell us about that and the significance of that at the WACA. Yeah, well, it's 10 years since we've had a women's test match in, in WA and um, uh, South Africa um, have never played a, a test match against Australia. Um, some good, strong um, fast bowling on, on both sides and I know, speaking to a lot of the girls, and Marazan Cap obviously plays uh, for the Perth Scorchers, um, some of these bowlers are really keen um, to get on that wicket and uh, the smart batters know, know all that they also get um, a good value for shots here. So um, all round, it, it should be a great match. And obviously the other one, of course, February 13, 2024, the Detail Men's T20 International Australia versus West Indies. I, I think they should look to play as many T20 internationals as they can in Perth because our stadium sets up better for it than almost any other stadium on the planet. It's a stadium that is absolutely um, built in a way that's conducive to the atmosphere you wanted a T20 match. Um, and, um, you know, the, the people of WA have shown how much they love T20 cricket. So um, it, it's good. As a schedule, um, we've almost got the perfect schedule this year with nothing crossing over each other. So the test is done and dusted before the Perth Scorchers, which is done before the, the T20. And then we move straight into the women's test. So it's a nice flow of cricket without everything being on top of each other. So, um, you know, we look forward to the people of Western Australia and um, people in Perth um, coming back and proving to Cricket Australia we do love our international cricket and we deserve to have really good fixtures. So we're only going to get Cricket Australia's attention for these fixtures if we get a lot of people turning up. So I appeal to everybody to get on board and, and get to the Test match. Absolutely. Let's get behind them and uh, make sure that they give us more of these big events um, because we will support them. Hey, were you a little surprised that Cameron Bancroft wasn't picked in the Ashes squad? 
really think he deserved to be um, in the Ashes squad. Um, and, uh, you know, but we know selection's always very interesting. Um, you know, maybe they're looking for a second good season from him, not just, you know, one season. Um, but, uh, you know, they're going to need a new permanent opener pretty soon. Um, I don't think Dave, Waters, Dave Warner's got much longer with the team. So they've got to start making a few decisions about who they want to see in the opening slot for Australia in uh, long-form cricket. Um, and Cameron's one of those who certainly has put the runs on the board over the last 12 to 18 months. How's the Wacker redevelopment going, Christina? What's our um, estimated schedule for completion? really well. Um, you know, really nice to uh, get that final lot of money in the um, budget recently. And um, uh, with all things, uh, we're going through a uh, what's called a value engineering process at the moment, just looking where we can save a, a bit of money. But building should start um, August, September um, this year, um, which will be um, fantastic. And um, I know the players are hanging out for it because they've seen um, the designs for their facilities, which is the driver for, for getting this done. Um, and then we've got lovely um, new facilities for um, members and, and, and the public. So it's going to be exciting. And then it takes about 18 months to two years to complete. And what sort of capacity will the ground have um, when that's finished? And, and what will its potential be as a, as a dual-purpose stadium, say with some, some waffle football in particular being played there? capacity of around 10,000 with an ability to put temporary stands in to take it to 15. Um, as you know, we've had East Frio playing here last year and this year, and it's been really good in terms of football. Good feedback from the players in terms of the ground and what it's like to play on, and uh, good feedback um, uh, from uh, the footy supporters in terms of uh, the viewing um, uh, framework of, of the ground. Um, so it, it's being designed that it can be multi-purpose, but we can't ever forget that it's um, it's um, it is the home of cricket, and that's the first priority. But um, uh, we've made it um, designed it in such a way that we can mix and, and match without affecting the cricket. Another Cameron Bancroft question, this one from one of our listeners, Lisa from Allenbrook. Can you please ask Christine Matthews, are we going to see Cam Bancroft in orange? And if not, why not? Yeah, look, I, it's highly um, doubtful he'll, he'll be in orange. Um, and it all comes down to salary cap and existing contracts. So those who are familiar with football will know that, you know, you contract people over multi-years and you plan for when people uh, might be coming in and out. And, uh, you know, I think at this stage we won't be able to afford Cameron. Um, we'd love to keep him, uh, you know, as, as we would have loved to have kept Hilton Cartwright and um, Marcus Stoinis and others, but you can only fit so many people um, into your salary cap and, uh, um, you know, Cameron may well be looking at other options at the moment, but um, that doesn't mean he's uh, not well loved by us all. It's just uh, it's a matter of numbers, really. <laughs> Yep, I understand that completely. Hey, uh, one thing I wouldn't have liked to have been over the last couple of years is a schoolboy batsman in Dampier. Two members of your squad, <laughs> Marley, Marley Beardman and Josh Vernon, both quick bowlers from Dampier. 
I know how weird is that, but um, it actually talks to, I think, the good work that our staff are doing in uh, regional WA, identifying talent, working with um, the local communities, their families, um, uh, to sort of um, get them down um, to Perth at different times and part of our um, pathway. But, uh, gee, everybody's talking about those two, which is fantastic. It is fantastic and fantastic to have you on the show, Christina. We look forward to the summer of cricket in Perth and we look forward to talking to you again in the lead-up to that uh, summer of cricket. Thank you very much. You've been a great supporter of the show and hopefully that continues well into the future. Thanks, Mark. Anytime. Christina Matthews, uh, CEO of the WACA. We'll take a break and be back with more after the break.